Hey, this is Dave from Superheroes Peak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 450 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-host, she's back, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. If I was a superhero, my name would be Monotone Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis Reagan. I'm not even going to get into the whole superhero name. Uh, what is going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, it's our review of Shazam! Exclamation <laughs> point. The Fury <laughs> of the Gods. I checked. There's no colon in the title. I was very upset when I was watching it. <laughs> Because I was hoping it was going to be Shazam exclamation point colon, but it was not. So you guys are spared. Um, so we'll be reviewing that. But before we get into it, how the hell is everyone doing? Aubrey Litchfield, we have not talked to you for two weeks. How are you? You know, it's been a busy two weeks. Um, I, I switch back and forth now uh, between like a night shift and a, and a day shift with my job. So last week was the first week I was on the night shift and then I'll be on the night shift again next week. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that will continue for a very long time. So it, it was an adjustment because I feel like last week I was just waking up working and then going right to sleep. And it's been, uh, so the, the past two weeks have really like flown by. I have no idea what day it is half the time. Understandable, completely understandable. You missed a couple of good movies that you would not have liked at all, but we are glad to have you back. Marcellus Reagans, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I wish I could stay away for two weeks, <laughs> uh, like like Aubrey, but um, uh, I, I I did not. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Things are are happening the way they always happen. Uh, we have a new sale coming up pretty soon in the T Public Store, so hopefully they'll get some new designs for. Any uh, anyone who wants to support the show, I have a new design waiting oh, no to boy. be worn this week. I'm <laughs> super excited it came in the mail. Podcast got sixteen dollars from me. <laughs> awesome! I ho- would hope you would enjoy it because it's sprung out of your brain. So I would think I'm, it's it's all Aubrey. I'm super excited. You're going to have to let me know how that the sales of that one go. <laughs> Will do. One. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Uh, And Joey, how are you doing this week, dude? I'm actually, I'm not doing great. I got to tell you, I just have been feeling really burned out the last, I don't know, six days or so. I don't know. I just, it's been a rough couple days. Just a lot of work, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of just crush, 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 go, 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 go. Uh, just a lot of stuff happening and going on at the same time. And it's just like, I could not motivate myself to go to the movies to watch this movie. This week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just had zero, I had 0.00% motivation to leave the house and go to see this movie this week. It was rough. It was a rough, It's just been those, it's just been those types of days where like I wake up in the morning, I'm standing in the shower. And the only thing I'm looking forward to is going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> The other night I, I worked, um, I worked at my first job at 7 AM to three 30. I went home. I took a nap. I worked at my second job from uh, 7 PM until 10 PM came home. I watched a movie for an appearance on another podcast and then I couldn't sleep because I had taken a nap. So I was just wired and I could not sleep. And at like four 30 in the morning, I was sitting there watching, um, one of these, uh, E thought girls I follow was streaming. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm like, me and 96 other people are sitting here watching this at 4.30 in the morning. Like, what is my life degraded to? (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, so yeah, you know, just a little burned out. I have been slacking on the TikToks this week and last week, and I'm just trying to get back on track. So, but I'll be fine. I will be fine. Just, you know, a little tired. I always do this to myself. If you've listened to the show for a long time, I'll overbook myself like crazy. And then all of a sudden I like crash. Yes. (laughs) I don't know what it is. It seems like guest appearances and all sorts of other stuff just all, it comes in waves. So all of a sudden it's like, Nonstop. All of a sudden, I'm like recording like 15 guest appearances in the span of like four days, and then I'm like ready to die, and then I don't go on anyone else's show for three months. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes, but I'm fine. We're good. Like I've said millions of times, I'm willing to turn myself into sawdust for this podcast, so it's not a problem. And uh, we're going to review Shazam! Exclamation point! Fury of the Gods. <laughs> so uh, we're pretty excited this week. Uh, Marcellus Reagan's yeah. enough about us. Please, let's tell the listeners a little bit more about us and where they can find more So Wizard Podcasts. All right, so everybody can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our T Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a lot of time. All right, well, before we jump into the review, it does take a lot of work to do a podcast. And guys, we would be remiss if we did not talk a tiny bit about the fact that this is episode number 450 in a row zero breaks no seasons none of that nonsense every single goddamn week since august 2014 450 years ago your lives changed forever (laughs) and here we are so uh mark did you have anything you'd like to say as we record our 450th episode uh yeah it's only 449 for me because i missed the first one (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, again, we hit these milestones, and it's hard to believe that, number one, we're still doing this, number two, that anyone actually listens to the show, uh, but, you know, it's, it's we've been doing it for so long, I almost don't even remember my life before this. Like, I think I was still working at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> When we when episode one that's came not out, true. There's no way that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When Blockbuster had only closed like a couple of years before that, but yeah, you know, and, you know, we're still doing it. I'm glad that people like it. I'm glad that you know, occasionally we make the charts. So you know, it's nice. It doesn't feel like it's a complete waste of time. But uh, yeah, the you know, the hits keep on coming as long as there's nerdy movies out. Uh, I guess the show is going to continue to go on. <laughs> Ten weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Aubrey Litchfield, anything you'd like to say as we record our 450th episode? Um, yeah, you know, it's really surreal. Surreal. Um, because this is the only hobby that I've really stuck with for (laughs) for as long as I have. Um, everything else seems to come in waves. It's the only thing that I really uh put some effort into that's not my job. So it's kind of cool. It's also been around like Noah's entire life because he was born (laughs) he was born almost one year before we started this podcast and it's been going on and now he's nine so it's really crazy that we've been along around this long I remember 
meeting Matt man and, and being like, man, his podcast been, has been on for forever. And now we're at that level. So it, <laughs> it, it is really, it's really surprising. So I, I'm still kind of in disbelief that people other than our friends and family listen to this. So that's always, uh, it's always a plus that people actually like to listen to us, I guess. <laughs> Imposter syndrome is strong with us here. Um, it's so strong. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, 450 weeks of this. Um, geez, my daughter was like in seventh grade when we started doing this, and she's about to be a junior in college. So... <laughs> It kind of puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love going to the movies, and I think that comes across uh, when we talk about going to the movies. So we all love, for the most part, and maybe not Aubrey so much, <laughs> but we all love going to the movies. And um, I love talking to you guys about the movies, and you're my best friends. So um, I don't know. I'm, I'm here for the long haul, I guess. Like Aubrey says, my only real hobby, so <laughs> I don't really have much else going on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm in for the long haul, but yeah, man, it's just crazy. And, and yeah, shout out to everybody that listens to the show. It, I see the numbers. You guys don't actually see them, but I try to tell you about them sometimes. I don't want to spook you guys out <laughs> by telling you sometimes there's a, there's a shtick that uh podcast guru people do when they talk about your numbers and they say, well, you have this many downloads uh, per episode. So think about going up on a stage and talking to that many people every single week. And I'm like, I don't want to tell my folks that it's like, they're going to have a panic attack. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. That's uh, that's not exactly something everybody wants to do, but uh, yeah, I just appreciate everybody that listens and it's crazy, man. Just all the crazy stuff that's happened in the last eight and a half years. uh, It's all because of you, the listener. So thank you for listening Feel free to shoot us a note on social media or an email and just say hi and that you are real and you exist. I know you, I know you do, but it's always nice to prove to Aubrey and Mark that the people do listen to the show. That's right. I still don't believe it. <laughs> we just don't think we're that interesting. You know, it's, and sometimes I, I say to Max, I'm like, I don't even know like why they deal with me every week. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Are and he's like, well, you mind. hate everything. Somebody, somebody needs to hate everything. That's right. <laughs> so thank you listeners. Uh, without you, we are not here. So, and I've said it before, sometimes in Twitter spaces and maybe I sound like an asshole sometimes, but thank God people listen to this. Cause I wouldn't put in this fucking effort if nobody was listening. <laughs> I just call Mark. I'll just text Mark and Aubrey or something and be like, Hey, did you see this movie? Cool. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, uh, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. And uh, thank you for listening. It's, it's been a fucking blast. But now, enough of that. We're not having any three and a half hour anniversary episodes or anything like that. We're just going to talk about it and move on. We're getting to uh, our review of Shazam! Fury of the Gods. So, as always, we're going to start non-spoiler. So, we will talk about the movie a little bit and what we thought we're not going to spoil anything if you haven't seen it you'll know at least what we thought and you'll be able to bounce the rest of you will we'll play a sound drop and uh you'll know the spoilers are coming so you can stick around and hear us talk about it a little further in depth but to get started Marcellus reagan's how was your trip to the movies uh, my trip was actually not that bad uh, i decided to go on a thursday night instead of the typical weekend because usually my girlfriend comes with me to watch these movies because she loves movies too. And I want to save her from some of the movies that we have to go to. Like, I will never forgive myself for bringing her to go see Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forgive you for having a girlfriend when Morbius came out and not telling us. <laughs> hey, that, that, that's my life. That's my life. So, um, yeah. So, hey, at least she didn't dump you. <laughs> not yet, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you left the theater, she's like, it's dumping time. And she just walked away. <laughs> Exactly. So I'm trying to save the the good movies for date night. You know what I mean? So Shazam was not one that uh, I figured would register at all. So I was able to jump into that one on a Thursday night. And let me tell you, opening night, like for an opening night for a comic book movie, like usually it's packed or at least somewhat filled. The parking lot was empty as hell. And this is the, <laughs> this, this is the big theater. This is the big fancy theater. Parking lot was empty. Theater was almost empty. I could not believe what was happening on the opening night of a big superhero movie. But it was good. And there was hardly anyone around me, so there's nothing to complain about this time. (laughs) Perfect. 
Aubrey Litchfield, how was your trip to the movies? Uh, you know, it, it wasn't bad for what it was. I, uh, I had to bring Noah up to Pennsylvania last weekend to see his dad for spring break. So when we went, we picked him up. And then I was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta figure out when I'm going to see Shazam. So then we, uh, we went, he, he of course wanted to go see my mom. So I left him there and then we went to the movies and like Mark said, there was nobody there. Uh, I was, I was really surprised because originally I looked at Regal and I just assumed that the big movie theater didn't have any spots and Regal literally had no tickets sold. So I looked at the big movie theater and there was still a whole bunch of seats open. So uh, me and Max went, we got dinner and everything because now they have the thing where they deliver dinner to your seats and everything. So that was really cool. And I mean, there was nothing really to complain about. It was Shazam. (laughs) Well, we haven't got that far yet, but at least the theater experience was fine. Yeah, yeah. I will uh, echo both of you guys. I, I did not want to go. And Mark, I was going to go on Thursday night because I had Thursday night off. And I was like, you know what? I can just go get this out of the way right. after work. I'll just go. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> so I couldn't bring myself to go. And then next thing I knew, it's uh, it's it's Sunday. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. Because <laughs> I had to watch uh, Scream 2. On Friday night, I rewatched that because that was a uh, appearance on Colt 45. I'm going to be on Colt 45, I think, next week as this drops, uh, doing Scream 2 with them. And then we had to watch Rappin' Apostrophe, which we did with Home Video Hustle, which should be coming out soon, too. So I had a lot of movies to watch this weekend. And then I just like, oh, God. So Sunday, I forced myself to go to the theaters. I went to 11 a.m. showing. And there was probably like three other people there. They didn't sit anywhere near me. They didn't talk. They didn't fart around their phones. They just watched the movie and everyone went home. The end. So (laughs) I'm happy to report it was a very non-consequential trip to the movies. Other than the fact that I had to pee so bad at the end and I was holding it for the after credits scene. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. was the only bad thing, but, but we're good. So we had a good time at the movies. Nothing exciting happened. Let's get into it. Marcellus Reagans. Yes. What did you think? Non-spoiler of shazam fury of the gods all right well i will go on record saying that i was not a fan of the first shazam movie and i you know i know a lot of people like it a lot of people enjoyed it i thought it was okay i didn't think it was anything that special i did rewatch it last week you know to get ready for this one and it was still the same thing i think it's okay i don't think it's amazing so i was not looking forward to this one at all (laughs) it was on the list i'm like "Ah, i don't know if i really want to watch this so I'm sitting there in the theater and I'm watching it. There's no one around, you know, and I'm enjoying a movie. And I'm like, probably like halfway through, I'm like, I kind of hate myself that I'm enjoying this movie so much. Like, it's actually entertaining. It wasn't it wasn't um, a slog fest like I thought it was going to be. It's actually a peppy comic book movie. And I actually enjoyed it. I mean, it's not perfect. It's not, it's not great. But compared to the first one, this is like, this is like Avengers Endgame compared to the first oh. one. I <laughs> saw, so, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I know a lot of people want to shit on it. Some someone said it's like this is like comic book movie the movie because <laughs> it <laughs> checks all of the boxes, and I'm like, there is nothing wrong with that. It uh, totally appealed to the uh, the young ten year old Markellis to watch a comic book movie. It, it totally worked in that way. So yeah, I liked it. Oh boy! Well, speaking of uh, people want to shit on this movie, Aubrey Litchfield. <laughs> I'm ready. About it. Her pants uh, are down, yeah, folks. She's squatting over the toilet. She's ready. <laughs> I think that the jokes that landed, like, really landed, but the jokes that didn't, I mean, they they fell like a wet fart. They were not good. Um, and, and I was telling Max as we were leaving this movie, I was like, man, it, it feels like they had a list of jokes that they wanted to make in this movie and they wrote the script around all of those jokes and lucy Liu can only carry the movie as much as she can so i did i if i don't watch this again i'll be fine and i liked the first one so it's hmm. yeah interesting okay I would have to go back and listen to our episode on Shazam to remember what i rated it but i seem to remember that i liked it okay 
I don't I don't remember what I rated it. It was 2019. So I don't even it's pre-pandemic. I don't even know what life was back then. <laughs> um yeah, I really didn't like this movie. I thought it was super mid and I thought it was lame. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry, Mark. Um I had a lot of issues with it. I had a lot of issues with the script. I had a lot of issues with other things in the movie. Um I just this was just not good, man. It was not good. It it felt so tired and boring and just blah. Wow. It's, it's, it's so blah. Like there, it, it, there's almost nothing to even talk about it with the movie because it's just very blah. Thankfully I do have some uh, downs, uh, some things I didn't like to talk about coming up and some things I liked, but for the most part, it, I just, it, it reminded me of seeing like uncharted. Um, you know, I stood up at the end of the movie and I was like, uh, okay, it was a, it was a movie I watched. I felt nothing at that, at that moment. So, uh, this was very mid and very boring and very just blah to me. So I was not a fan at all. But the only way to really talk about it, because we've got uh, opinions all over the place here. The only way to talk about it is to spoil the movie. So if you haven't seen it, now's your time to bounce. Markellis, drop the drop and let's spoil Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Uh, I've got some spoilers. What's the <laughs> spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right. Markellis Reagans, you are the defender of <laughs> the rock of eternity right now. You are you are the champion defending Shazam Fury of the Gods. So the floor is yours. What are some things you liked about this movie? First off, I want to say it's no surprise at all that I like the movie and Joy and Aubrey does not like the movie. That seems par for the course <laughs> on this podcast. That's a comedy for you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, you know, there's I don't, I don't know if there's certain things that I expect out of a superhero movie, but I do want to be entertained. I want some, you know, I will agree with Aubrey. The, some of the jokes landed just like a lead balloon, just like horrible horrendous jokes but some of them are actually good um i like the fact that the story was a lot more open it, it didn't take place in like three settings uh you know there was different levels of magic that happened uh the reason for the bad guys escape is because of something that seemed insignificant in the first movie uh but it actually was tied to this one and i thought that was actually pretty clever uh the fact that the 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 bad guys had a plan they pretty much kind of to rebuild Krypton in a way, uh, or at least restore Krypton, and then one of them just wants to take over the world. You know, it's, it's typical villain stuff, but it worked. Uh, the fact that he's fighting a, a big dragon at the end I thought was cool. Uh, the fact that they were able to figure out how to localize it so that most of the city isn't destroyed again I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I thought that the, the idea of anyone can be a hero you don't really need superpowers to be heroic. Uh, I thought that theme landed pretty cool, as, uh, or pretty well, especially when it comes to uh, Freddy. Uh, I thought he was great. I thought they gave him a lot to do. Most of his jokes landed. Some of them didn't. Then uh, there's a real, there's more of an, a horror element to this that I, you know, it was evident in the first one, uh, but it was kind of turned up a, a, a little bit in this one, and I thought it really worked. I thought the the zombie scene in the beginning was cool. I thought the lady getting killed by the giant scorpion was actually pretty cool there are some horror elements in here that's kind of like teased around and i you know it, it doesn't doesn't quite fit all the way tone wise but the fact that it's there in a comic book movie i thought was fun and i thought the action scenes were cool so yeah it was fun i had a good time watching this movie i enjoyed it okay Aubrey <laughs> Litchfield, gonna have to dig deep what are some things you liked about shazam Lucy Liu riding the dragon didn't look bad, which is surprising because um, Wakanda Forever couldn't get underwater scenes to look good. Are you, I thought the underwater scenes were fine in that. Are you serious right now? When he's like speaking to all of them and saying how they're going to attack Wakanda, like fucking awful. Um, <laughs> right, you, you don't have to shit on one movie to build up another one. <laughs> We're talking yeah, about wow. I'm just here. saying, like, like they made shit on Lucy one movie Lou, at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> they made Lucy Liu actually look like she was riding a dragon, and I didn't find any faults with it. So that that was good. Um, the mythical creatures, for the most part, looked good. So they they did a really good job with that. Normally, I'm I'm willing to shit all over DCCG. And everything, they did a really good job with this. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, the the jokes that landed really landed, and the ones that didn't, I you know we're we're talking about things that we like. So the the <laughs> ones that did land were really good. I think that the adult actor for Freddie and the child actor for Freddie do a really good job mirroring each other, uh, and perhaps maybe the smart ladies. They do a pretty good job. Well, I don't even remember her name. It begins with an M or something. Mary. Um, yeah, Mary. Uh, they're that child actor and the adult actor <laughs> do a really good job mirroring each other too. <laughs> There's a reason for that, Aubrey, because it's the same actress. <laughs> it does look the same, yeah. No, she's. Uh, it is the same. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same actor. <laughs> in the first movie, there they had mm-hmm. a, someone else play Mary, but like in this one, the actress that plays young Mary is older so they just let her be the same person in costume and not so. oh smart well then i take it back because it's the same person so the child actor and the adult actor for freddie does a really good job you know mirroring each other uh cg was really good and the jokes that were funny were funny okay all right well what did i like about this movie um i want to say that freddie was the best part of the movie I thought his storyline um, going to school and being a, a goof or a, a, a loser at school and then meeting up with Anthea at school, played by Rachel Zegler, yep. star of West Side Story. I thought everything with them was awesome. I, I Honestly, that could have been the whole movie for me. You could, this could have been super small scale and about <laughs> Freddie trying to meet girls and, and be his own person. Uh, I thought... Everything with him, whether he was in costume or out, was great. I thought most of his humor completely landed. Uh, and I think he overshined everyone else in the movie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I really enjoyed like his part of the storyline. And, and it seemed like he was the focal part of it for the most part. I mean, even though it's called Shazam, uh, you know, I don't know what they even call him now because he's not Captain Marvel in the comics. And so he, in theory, uh, Freddy is Captain Marvel Jr., but I don't know what they fucking call him in the comics <laughs> anymore. So uh, Shazam Jr. Um, was, was was really good in this. I really liked that. Um, I thought Helen Mirren was doing her best um, Jeremy Irons from Dungeons and Dragons, just chewing the scenery like wild. It seemed like she was having a good time. Lucy Liu, always amazing. Come on. She looked great. The... Um, Special effects were good. I'll agree with you there, Aubrey. I didn't have any issue with any of the special effects at all. Mark, you were fine with all the CG in this. Yeah, yeah, especially towards the third act. I thought it was great. Yeah, nothing really stuck out as wonky or anything, so I was I was pleased with that. A lot of the action was cool. I liked uh, a lot of the fights and stuff, but I will say that um, Megan Good as superhero Darla. <laughs> Easy. And uh, Grace Caroline Curry as Mary Marvel. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> they're both very attractive, healthy young women. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I really like those. Hopefully there's not going to be a sequel no. to this because the movie's bombing. But, you know, at some point in the comics, Mary Marvel turns evil. She has a black costume. And I was like, I was like, I just want to see her in that. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that was really about it uh, for things I liked about the movie. Um so yeah, we got to get into things we didn't like. Mark Ellis, you are the praise. You are the man loving this movie. What are things you did not like about it? All right. So a couple of things I didn't like, uh, I was kind of with Aubrey. I couldn't figure out the difference between the young Mary Marvel and the older actress. <laughs> Cause I'm looking at them like, man, they got someone who looks just like the, like the young girl. And it took me a while to realize it was the same person. I, that like blew my mind. And it, it it's supposed to be two years later. It's actually four years later because all of those kids are super old now. <laughs> the, the, when they, the scene when they, because I, like I said, I just watched the first one a couple of days ago and did the scene where they all come on and they're all like, hello. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like Stranger <laughs> Things all over again. Uh, the commercials for this movie completely ruined any goodwill that the ending had. The ending, if, if they hadn't spoiled uh, the cameo at the end of this movie, like that ending would have been perfect. It would have been so good. And uh, it's so shitty that they did that. Uh, that's one of the things that I really, really didn't like. I just don't understand why. I mean, I understand they probably wasn't tracking well. They're like, we need to get some butts in the seats, throw whatever we, whatever footage we have that looks interesting, throw it up there. Uh, but they killed the movie by doing that. 
there's a part it's, of me- it's super frustrating, Mark, because they even played back to the first one where they didn't show Superman's head yes. and had her in a cameo where you don't see her face. So you're like, oh, OK, here we go again. And then she shows up at the end, of course, ruined by the commercials. Yeah, they could have they could have figured out a way to maybe hint at it without showing her or I don't know there. They didn't have to show the almost the whole freaking scene in a commercial. There's a part in the movie where the, it's the exposition scene where you figure out where the daughters of Atlas, like what their goal is, what they're trying to do. And I'm not going to lie. It kind of lost me. <laughs> it was a <laughs> very long exposition scene. And I'm like, wait, what? What? I, I couldn't figure out like what the, where the apple came from. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that lost me. Completely. Like, it, I mean, it, it, I figured it out when she planted the apple and the tree of life and blah, blah, blah. But well, why was the seed of all destruction for Earth just sitting on a random table in their lair? It was supposed to be locked up somewhere, but Billy being Billy just found a way to uh, expose it and leave it out in the open. It wasn't supposed to be that way. It, was it wasn't to- very clear. <laughs> it was supposed to be locked up where no one can get it. But of course, because they freaking tricked out the entire layer of, uh, of wherever they were. Uh, yeah, the apple just wound up hanging out with the with the magical pin and all of that shit. Yeah, and I thought it was a little too long, too. I also uh, knew that there was going to be a couple of uh, after credit scenes. But I also had to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, God damn, this movie is long. <laughs> When you're getting towards the end, I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. So, yeah, it did stretch out a little bit too long towards the end. But other than that, I don't really have any really big complaints. All right. Aubrey Litchfield, the floor is yours. <laughs> all right. So, the, first of all, this script sucks. Mm. I did not like the writing for this at all. I think that they had a specific set of jokes that they wanted to land and points that they wanted to make, and they didn't have a good overarching story to go along with it. I think that it really sucked in that aspect. The character that plays Billy Benson and then Zachary Levi, they they have no connection. Like they're they're two different people. There's Billy who and it's very serious and straightforward and um, timid and scared of everything and scared of people. But he also like has this take charge personality. And there's Zachary Levi, who's very goofy and there's no, uh, you just, it's a hard time believing that that's the same. That's supposed to be the same person. I didn't like little Darla, um, like the kid Darla. I didn't like the, the stupid ass unicorn scene in the the um, product placement. There's so much product placement in this movie that like the Skittles, it was really funny in the beginning. And then it's funny that, that she feeds unicorn, but it would have been even funnier if the unicorn just trampled over because like <laughs> there's something she can't tame. Jesus. <laughs> so it's, it's annoying because it, 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 feels like they tried too hard all around in this movie and that they tried too hard to make certain things happen and they just couldn't and i really liked the wonder woman riff that they played when she shows up but like that it just i don't know it was annoying and it just it felt misplaced in a way it could have been done better just a lot of the writing could have been done better and it probably would have been a really good movie but the parts that failed really, really failed. And it made this movie just fall over. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Mark, get your boo even more ready. Cause I got, I got some things I didn't like about this movie. Um, I'm going to agree with Aubrey a hundred percent. Zachary Levi as Shazam versus Billy Batson. Asher Angel playing Billy Batson. They're, they don't feel like the same person like at all. They don't. And they probably should have cast Billy younger in the first movie. Um, so maybe he wouldn't be so old in this one. And you don't see, he's not in this movie at all. He's the main character of the movie. Uh, and he's just not in the movie. He's in the movie. What? Like twice. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. How are you guys saying that 
they're not playing the same person when it's Zachary Levi 98% of the movie. Yeah, but and when the, you see Billy, he's like this fucking, he looks like he's 25 years old. And he's like, hey, what's up, guys? We got to go take <laughs> care of this. And then all of a sudden he turns into Shazam and he's like, <laughs> like that's not his personality. The only times we see him. I disagree. I think the few, the couple of times that he's in the movie, he's very animated, just like Zachary Levi. I agree with you. This was the case in the first movie. First movie, there were two totally different people. This one, I think I thought they bridged it a little bit more, but that's just me. He, he's in the movie so little that it doesn't even really matter, though, to be honest with you. But, but it's just something that bothers me. It's just when, something that bothers me. He's just he's too good. He's being the actor that's playing Billy is too old for the role for what Zachary Levi is doing. You cast a, a 10 year old as Billy and he turns into Zachary Levi being oh, it's wacky and goofy. <laughs> then it works. You have a fucking guy that. I don't even know how old this guy is. He looks like he's in his 20s. It, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm going to check right now how old this guy is. 2002. So he's 21 years old. A 21-year-old does not act like fucking Shazam acts in this movie. I'm sorry. He's 17 in the movie. That's still old. And <laughs> for, for Shazam to be acting like a 10-year-old and Billy is – it's supposed it's – not, it's not a Donald Blake type thing. Um where he switches places with Thor, it's supposed to be the same person. He just looks different. Right. And never in the two movies does not <laughs> does not match up to the two of them. Like it doesn't match at all. I don't get it. And I don't I like the actor that played Billy and I like Zachary Levi in theory as Shazam. I just think he goes way too goofy versus what <laughs> Billy is supposed to be. It's very frustrating. Um speaking of Billy, he's barely in the movie. Yeah. We spend all that time in the first movie with him and like establishing his story and that we care about him. And he is barely in this. And and that's part of the reason I said I really liked Freddy's storyline, because that's like the main storyline of the movie. Like, why couldn't Billy have been the one that met the girl? <laughs> why did it have to be Freddy? Like, not that I minded. I liked I liked the storyline. Don't get me wrong. He had, he had good chemistry with um, the girl from uh, West Side Story. I liked their storyline together. But wh- why was... Why was Billy basically sidelined for 99.9% of his own movie? The movie's not called Billy and a Fury of the Gods. It's called Shazam. So we just going to have a Spider-Man movie where like you never see Spider-Man out of costume or outside of an action scene and everything else is just about Mary Jane and <laughs> and the girl lives across the, the hallway with the, the guy that <laughs> charges him rent. If they made a Spider-Man movie and he didn't take his mask off but, but twice in a whole movie, yeah, you could be pissed that there's no Peter Parker. But it's called Spider-Man. I just felt like we spent an entire movie establishing Billy and Shazam as the main characters. And then we get no Billy for the entire movie. Like, I don't know what what that was, but we don't get any of our main character. Like, we don't even get him at all. Like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Oh my, God. my own personal opinion. I hate Shazam's family having all the same same. All of them having powers. I hate it. I know in the comics we get. Basically, we get Freddie and Mary. It's the three of them. But Shazam himself still goes off and has his own adventures. When there's five of them, it just it makes them all seem very less special. It all makes it seem very less special. Um, that's just a personal opinion on the character in the comics as it is now and in the movie. I, I just I don't think this. I think the storyline for me, like the the pull of this story is young kids get these powers how do they deal with them? I know that's a lot of what the first movie was, but for this one, it was like, we got some of that with Freddie and, and Thea, which was what I wanted to see. And then we get a lot of this like crazy, like the daughters of Atlas are coming and they're going to take over the world and grow a tree and blah, blah, blah. Like, Oh my God. It reminded me a lot of Miss Marvel where like they just went with this huge villain when the thrust of the story really is more about the kids and and them interacting with each other and with other kids in high school and stuff. Not so much the end of the world of Lucy Liu on a dragon. So I could have taken a much lower level villain again in this movie. I was hoping for Mr. Mind, but we didn't get him this time again. But it would have been nice, you know, to spend a little more time with the family and the kids instead of so much with the Greek gods. I didn't think the humor mostly did not land for me at all. And I agree with Aubrey. Uh, I didn't mind the product placement in the movie, Aubrey. I got to tell you, I just, I, I think I'm numb to it at this point in my life. Like there's going to be product placement in the movie. But what I thought where the script ruins it is she gives the unicorn the, the Skittles and says, taste the rainbow. 
And you're like, okay, that was funny. Everybody laughed. Then three minutes later, she says, taste the rainbow, motherfuckers. But like, we already had that joke. We already made a joke about Skittles. We don't need to make a second joke about Skittles. So you should have taken the first one out. <laughs> you completely stole the thunder from that other joke. It's just like the script is awful in this movie. I just, ugh. And uh, I, Wonder Woman, I can't stand Gal Gadot. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> you so suck. why did Wonder Woman show up then, but she didn't show up when anything else was happening throughout the movie? No, you can't. You cannot use that rule. <laughs> you can't use that comic book rule in this movie and have it not apply to all of the other 18 MCU movies that we've seen where Thor has an adventure or Black Widow has an adventure, but no one else shows up. You can't do that. I know. I know. And it's a caveat of comics and having all these characters. But, man, it just felt weird that like she just she's just randomly standing there at some guy's <laughs> funeral that she's never met before. <laughs> Where did she come from? Why was she there? Because Billy had the magic pen. The magic pen sent a letter to the gods so that they can have the meeting to the, the daughters of Atlas. But he also asked, can I send a letter to a demigod? He sent the letter to the demigod to to come and help out. And unfortunately, she showed up after he died, but she still yeah. showed up. She got there. She was a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> she was running an obstacle course on Themyscira, but... Um... Hello, no. <laughs> Thank you, Arby. Where is, where is it, Mark? I was waiting. I was waiting for a place to put that in there. Hold on. Kalal, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just it it felt weird, and no. And what robs that moment of any oomph to me is the knowing that that universe is dead. <laughs> it's like being excited about Daredevil showing up in the Incredible Hulk TV movie. Like, there's never going to be any follow-up to it. That's it. That is the end of the DCEU. So it, it just it didn't really land for me, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't really land. So, you know, those were mostly my issues with the movie. It was script. You know, not Billy and fucking Shazam not really matching in personality, even though they're the same person. I thought we had way too much Shazam and not enough Billy. I don't know why Freddie got Billy's fucking storyline in this. Like, I don't get it. But... That's about it. That's the reason I didn't like the movie. So it just felt very blah. It feels like a movie that will be playing on the TVs at the gym when you're working out at Planet Fitness. And you look up and go, oh, yeah, Shazam 2 is on uh, TBS this afternoon. Right <laughs> it, after Uncharted. That's right. You'll see like 20 <laughs> minutes of it on the treadmill and then you'll be done. Like you'll never think about it again. So that's just kind of how I feel about it. But there were some after credit scenes, Marcellus Reagans. What'd you think? You know, the first one I thought was kind of dumb, uh, as you just mentioned, uh, it's none of this is going anywhere, so yep. it doesn't really matter. But I do like that they kind of, you know, before everything imploded in the DCEU, I like the fact that they were set, they were putting the seats together to have Shazam join the Justice Society because that ties right into Black Adam. And I think that works. Uh, and I, I like the fact that he was, uh, can I be on a team with Wonder Woman? <laughs> can I be on that team? <laughs> that I thought was pretty funny. Because, you know, a 17-year-old kid, of course he wants that. And the other one I thought was hilarious, the one with Mr. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And he, he's like, I have a plan. He's like, oh, wait, hold on. I got to go somewhere. <laughs> 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 like, it's been two years. And he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a caterpillar. I, I, I move slow. I'm sorry. That I thought was great. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Again, it's not going to go anywhere, but they were funny when I watched them. Okay. Aubrey Litchfield, did you stay for the after credit scenes? No, I didn't. <laughs> no surprise. Max was like, do you really want to stay for the after credit scene? And I was like, no, can we just watch them on the internet? And he was like, can we just watch them on the internet? <laughs> so he was with me on it. And then we All never right. watched them. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll just skip over you then. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I agree with Mark, you know, that, that the first one was, I mean, it was fine, but it was stupid because it's never going to go anywhere. Um, any chance to see hardcore from, um, the, the suicide squad is, is good for me though. Cause I really do like her. So, um, that's fine, but yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. So it felt dumb. And I loved like you, Mark, I loved the Mr. Mind, uh, scene. And honestly, if they kept nothing from the DCU, I would love every couple movies just to have him show up in the after credit scene and, and somehow push off his master plan. Right. <laughs> like, to me, that would be an absolutely hilarious joke. Cause I, I was dying when he was like, 
Oh, I don't have any arms and legs like a human, so it takes me a while right. to do my plan. <laughs> like, I really, I, I thought that was probably the, one of the only things in the movie that like nailed like the type of humor I was looking for in this movie, and and it was just great. And I, like I said, I would love for that to be a running joke. For I would love for them to just keep having Mark Strong show up in the after credit scene, <laughs> waiting for this worm who somehow just keeps blowing him off every time. Right. So he just gets that, older and older and older. That's right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't write movies, so the, there'll be real after credit scenes going forward. But... Eventually, he turns into a butterfly. Oh, good God. I don't know if that would ever happen, but Mark Mark Strong is becoming the king of the uh, DC after credits that don't go anywhere, considering uh, he was Sinestro. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he was Sinestro. God, that was awful. He, he got a Sinestro core outfit for no reason. Yeah. Oh, like, oh. I love Green Lantern so much that movie pisses me off. To this <laughs> anyway, so I guess the only thing left to do is to score the movie zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Mark Ellis Reagans, what do you got for Shazam Fury of the Gods? All right. This is going to be a controversial uh, pick, a uh, controversial number. Uh, I'm giving it a three and a half. I think I think it works. I think Billy's. His his storyline. I know Joe. You say he doesn't have one. He does have one. I think he does. He does have one about him holding on to his family too tight, and not letting them do what they want to do. Uh, him finally embracing his family, being a part of it. I thought all that was great. So uh, it's a superhero movie. There's capes. There's monsters. There's special effects. There's Dedrick Beter uh, dying <laughs> horrifically out of nowhere. It's just a very uh, fun popcorn comic book movie. Exactly what I want. So, yeah, I'm giving it a three and a half. I want to give it a four, but it, too many jokes didn't land. So I'm only giving it a three and a half. Wow. Half a star better than Bloodshot. This is crazy. I was going to say it's a new Bloodshot. <laughs> it's definitely not the new Bloodshot because Bloodshot is fucking awful. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? I'm going to give it a two. I thought about giving it a one and a half. I thought about giving it a 1.75. But I think I'm going to give it a two because the things I liked, I I liked. You know, I, I didn't just like have to scrape the barrel for something. So, all right. Um, you know, the last few weeks we've reviewed some movies, and I have uh, given out some scores that have not been popular with the folks out there. Um, people were not happy with our review of Scream Six. I know some people were not happy with our review of Cocaine Bear. And I try to not be a negative Nancy all the time. Um, when I'm reviewing comics on TikTok, sometimes I get halfway through a book and I'm like, this sucks. And I just, I don't want to post something negative as fuck on over and over again. Right. But guess what? I didn't really like this movie. So for me, <laughs> it's a two out of five. <laughs> Ooh, you're the worst. I look forward to the uh, Mary Marvel spinoff. That's all I'm looking for. Right now. <laughs> they could do an HBO show. And I mean, I will give DC this. They do a really good job with their TV shows. They do. But they still haven't nailed movies yet. Hopefully, hopefully this new wave will be better. But they just haven't been able to nail that formula yet. Yeah, as, as long as they don't cast Mark Strong in anything, they should be all right. Oh, God. Or at least just don't put him in the after credit scene. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, maybe we got it right or maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get ourselves some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to recommend a book. I don't know how to say this person's last name, but... My mom actually actually recommended this book, and it's it's pretty good. It's called The Midnight Library, and it's about uh, this girl that's really depressed, and then she uh, tries to kill herself, but she goes into like this in-between world, but it's a library, and it shows all the books are the lives that she could have lived if she made different choices in her life. So it, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a really cool concept, and, uh, and it's pretty good so far. And, and so it's called The Midnight Library, and it's by Matt. And I don't know how to say his last name, but I'm going to say it, it. it's H-A-I-G. So Hague or something like that. All right. Mark Ellis Reagans, what do you got? Yeah, I haven't really watched anything this week other than rapping 
aka Breaking Three Electric Boogaloo. Uh, so if you <laughs> if you want to see a really horrible uh, movie from 1985 that's supposed to be the uh, spiritual sequel to the Breaking franchise, and I use that word loosely, uh, Rapping is free on YouTube, and uh, something that me and Joey will be. Uh, reviewing on Home Video Hustle podcast soon. So, uh, yeah, that's my recommendation. Torture yourself with rapping. <laughs> All right. Well, I will suggest you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you'll find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our video and YouTube content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. Adam's been dropping content like crazy. He just did a spoiler-free review of the new Amazon Prime television show, Swarm. And uh, maybe you'll agree with him, and maybe you won't, but check it out, and then you maybe check out the show. Uh, we got our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Podcast, where there is a way you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content from us. This month, you can hear us talking all the news and trailers that dropped. You can hear... Um, Myself giving you some behind the scenes and upcoming stuff on the podcast, as well as me and Adam's video Star Wars talk podcast. We have no idea what we're talking about this month, but it'll be great. I promise. And it'll be about Star Wars. So check us out on Patreon. Uh, I'm going to suggest a bunch of guest appearances we've had over the last uh, couple weeks. Myself and Mark Ellis hit up the SWO, Stu World Order podcast. You've heard Stu on the show before. Please don't hold his opinion of Pearl against him. Check out uh, our appearance there where we re-review Bloodshot. That's right. Marcellus gets another crack at the apple. Justice for Bloodshot. uh, Justice for (laughs) Bloodshot. Jesus. Uh, So you check that out. Like uh, I said a little earlier in the show, I believe next week I will be on Colt 45 reviewing Scream 2 with Randy and Beat'em Down. I I did Scream 1 with them, so I guess I'm locked in for the series now. So we went on to Scream 2, so check that out. Um, Mark Ellis mentioned both he and I will be on home video hustle coming up, reviewing the classic 1985 horrible movie rap apostrophe and, uh, just dropped today. The audio version of a live stream I did with the mass debaters podcast, where I was given a huge list, like a March madness bracket of 80 songs and had to (laughs) put it together with my reasoning for why I picked each song over the other. So check out all those appearances, then come on back next week because we're going to be reviewing John Wick Chapter 4. Three hours of insane action coming your way, and we're going to tell you what we thought about it. But that's going to do it. That has been episode number 450 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Shiggity, shiggity, shwag. <laughs> the expert, <laughs> Mr. Marquis, Markellis Rick. The road to 500 starts now. (laughs) Everybody have yourself a good week and Wakanda forever. As we said before, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show, hanging with us and supporting us for the last eight and a half years. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Good journey.